0: Welcome to Life Conversations with Senior Helpers, the podcast that takes you on a heartfelt journey through the art of aging gracefully. Join our hosts, Christina Chartrand and David Chandler, as they engage in candid and compassionate discussions about both the joys and challenges of growing older. Tune in to gain valuable tips, expert advice, and essential resources that empower you or your loved ones to embrace the beauty in every stage of life. Let's embark on these enlightening conversations together. Here are your hosts, David and Christina.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to our next episode of Life Conversations. This is David Chandler, and I'm joined by my co-host.
2: Christina Chartrand. So glad to be here today with you, David.
1: Yeah, we're going to be talking about today... Uh, one of the number one reasons why we see our seniors going to the hospital, and that is not properly managing their medical condition. And so we're going to be going through some tips and tricks for you to help uh, your loved one or uh, for you to help manage your own medical condition. And as we shared in our intro episode... We have a little bit of Christina and I have different a little bit different perspectives here and Christina is going to be bringing more of the uh, the care perspective of, of working with her mom um, as the as a caregiver and I'm going to be bringing a little bit more of that clinical background of uh, understanding and knowing how can we best manage medical conditions and keep our seniors safe home out of the hospital.
2: Yeah, I think this is, this is a great episode, and um, I think I've learned a lot, obviously, about medical condition management, and um, yeah, talking about my own personal experiences with my mom is a, is a great way to, to introduce this. Uh, my mom uh, lives by herself, and she does have um, a, a chronic condition called COPD, um, where she has uh, trouble uh, breathing sometimes, and she, she does take medication around that. So uh, I think, David, you decide we're going to talk about some different aspects around that. And um, I think one of the first things I'm going to say is, um, yeah, she's got COPD. So what? What next? What do I? What else do I need to know?
1: Yeah. So uh, first off, I want to know: Does she? Does, so she has COPD. Does she have mm-hmm. any other medical conditions? Any medications that she's taking?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does take other medications as well, um, like for like high blood pressure. Uh, That's a medication that I know she takes on a regular basis. And I don't know. I I can't remember all of them.
1: Okay. Uh, So there's a a few questions that I'd like to go through with you. And we're going to introduce these to our listeners because these are great questions to go through with your loved one to see, are they properly managing their medical conditions? So uh, the first one I'd like to know is, does your mom know, so she's taking... Um, does she take any medications for her COPD?
2: Mm -hmm. She does. She takes it um, in the morning time.
1: Okay. And at at night. Twice a day. At night. (laughs) And what do you know what she's taking? Is it an inhaler? Is it uh, it a breathing treatment?
2: It's like a breathing treatment that she does.
1: Okay, Mm -hmm. great. And then you also mentioned that she has high blood pressure.
2: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: So does she know... What key vital signs she's supposed to be monitoring around her COPD, high blood Mm -hmm. pressure?
2: Yeah, so she has a pulse ox, so she does check her oxygen um, on a regular basis, and she does uh, check her blood pressure every morning.
1: Okay, every morning. And how often is she checking her, her pulse oxygen level?
2: Um, it depends. Um, she always checks it in the morning, but if she's feeling winded, sometimes she'll take it throughout the day.
1: Okay. Well, it sounds like she's doing really great. And what we've, I'm going to kind of jump back and forth here yeah. between our scenario and what we may see in the real world. Uh, so, a lot of times, what we'll see with seniors is uh, mm-hmm. they aren't checking their, their vital signs regularly. And when it comes to uh, things like blood pressure or oxygen level, A lot of times what we'll find is a a senior will have a fall and it may be it may look like they tripped or maybe they were getting up from the toilet and they had a fall Uh, but if they're not regularly checking their vital signs checking their blood pressure if for example uh let's say that your mom got up and this morning uh her blood pressure is 90 over 60. Uh, Mm -hmm. which is a really low blood pressure. And Mm -hmm. let's say she went ahead and still took her medication that day, then that medication is going to make her blood pressure go even lower. And so an hour or two later, her blood pressure may be 70 over 50, which is a really low blood pressure and you have a much higher risk of, for example, if anybody, if any of our listeners, if you've ever stood up a little bit too fast, and your your vision, maybe you'll start seeing a little bit of stars or you feel a little dizzy. Uh, that's because your blood pressure is trying to adjust to you suddenly standing up. And that's yeah. even amplified more for our seniors. And so if they're not checking their blood pressure, knowing when to hold that blood pressure medicine, they may have a fall that's related to their blood pressure dropping. And it's not because they were getting up from the toilet or they were, they were, walking and they just tripped over something, it's actually because they got dizzy and they weren't checking their blood pressure before they did that, so.
2: Well, I think you're bringing up a really good point, David. Um, you're just talking about just having the right equipment in place, because, right. you know, I've gone out and visited seniors and went out and, and done um, an assessment and I see the equipment, but they're not doing anything with it. Right. that happens right. sometimes.
1: Oh my gosh. Or mm-hmm. uh, I can't say how many homes I've gone out to, that I'll ask the senior, uh, can you show me your blood pressure cuff? Are you checking it? They'll say, yeah, I check it every once in a while. And I say, all right, well, can you show me your blood pressure cuff? And we open it up and either there's no batteries or the batteries no. are all corroded. And like, the <laughs> it, it just, they're, it's evident that they're not checking their blood pressure. So I'm glad. So it uh, sounds
2: like it's really important to know what you're supposed to be checking, right? right? And have the right equipment.
1: Yes, absolutely. So know what you're checking. Be familiar with what vital signs to be checking. Uh, make sure you have the right equipment. And then, uh, so does does mom know uh, what to do? Like if her blood pressure, let's say she woke up one morning and her blood mm-hmm. pressure was 180 over 100,
2: uh-huh. would she
1: know what to do in that situation? That's a high blood pressure. So would, yeah, would she is. lay down and hope that it comes down or would she call that, the doctor? And that say,
2: would be her. Yeah, she would sit down and rest.
1: Yeah. And so that's that's, some, that's the next step. So one, okay. uh, does mom know what vital signs to be checking? And it sounds like she mm-hmm. does. That's great. She's checking her mm-hmm. blood pressure, checking her pulse oxygen level. She has mm-hmm. the equipment. So that's the next mm-hmm. step. She has her pulse oximeter. She has her blood pressure cuff. Now, the next step after that is, does she know what to do in a situation where she finds her oxygen level is dropping low? If she checks her oxygen, it's 85%. Her blood Mm -hmm. pressure is 180 over 100. Mm -hmm. We want to know that that senior knows what to do in that situation. Are they calling the doctor? Are they, we don't want them to, we don't want them to do what mom's going to do, which is lay down and rest and hope it comes down.
2: So how do you find out what to do?
1: Well, we got to get, got to get somebody to the doctor. We got to get that senior to the doctor, talk with the doctor, ask them Uh, And what we can do is have them actually write down in those situations, what should somebody do in that situation? If you're, and having what we call parameters, Um, if your blood pressure is above this or below this, this is Mm -hmm. what you do. If your oxygen level is below this, this is what you do and have very specific instructions from that doctor. So that way they know what to do in that situation, how to respond.
2: So this spike kind of alleviates panic. Right. Or I don't know what to do or calling 9 or sitting there and doing nothing. Is that right. correct?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That really makes sense. Yeah. And really understanding it a bit more. Yeah. OK. Great. That sounds and
1: good. So does mom know um, what she can eat, drink and do that will affect her health condition? Is she on a special diet? Does she need to limit or increase her, mm-hmm. her liquid intake?
2: Um, that, that's all like a great question. For the most part, I think pretty good. I, I always do talk about uh, hydration. I don't think she drinks enough water like she, sh- you know, should be drinking. Um, I think, I think that I've, I've heard that kind of across the board with seniors, right? You know, hydration oh, yeah. Yeah. is not it's an critical. easy one.
1: Yeah. One of the, yeah. the interesting tips that I really like about this mm-hmm. is uh, knowing what type, how, how to, one way to help keep our seniors hydrated is to find out what type of water do they like to drink? Um, Christina, you drink a lot of water. What do I you do. prefer? Uh, do you prefer there, there we go. Uh, do you prefer room temperature water, water with ice, water with ice yeah. and lemon? What do you prefer?
2: I prefer just really cold water. Yeah. So I like no it plain, ice. really cold so no and water. I know a lot, no ice. Nope. I don't need the ice yeah. and it's so interesting cause everybody does have a preference. Don't they, they
1: do? Yes. I, my, my personal favorite is ice water with lemon. And if you give okay. me that. I will drink a gallon of it, but if you give me room temperature water, it's going to sit there all day. And that's another great way. It's so important to keep our seniors hydrated. Uh, It helps in so many different areas, but really learning what is their preference for water? Thinking about that yourself. Like, do I need to have some lemon on hand because that's gonna help encourage right. me to drink more water. So that's
2: our- Or our alternatives, choice. right? Like watermelon, like having alternatives to, to things that will help there hydration. Yeah. I think sometimes just people don't like water just in general. So things flavored water, you know, yep. something that has a little flavor to it. Absolutely. You know, yep. maybe adding some electrolytes too.
1: Yeah, definitely. All right. So we've talked about vital signs. We've talked okay. about knowing what they are, writing them down. That's, a, that's something else that I want to mention really quickly oh. is mom writing down her vital signs and tracking <laughs> yes. them. How, how is she doing with that?
2: It, it cracks me up because she has a calendar. She writes down something every day, but she's never shown anybody. I haven't even personally seen it, but I know she sits down and writes something every day.
1: So that that is another step that's really critical in helping keep our seniors' medical conditions managed, and helping the doctor to know what does mom need is writing mm-hmm. down those vital signs, writing down her oxygen level, writing down her blood pressure, and that's and then taking not just writing it down, but then taking it to the doctor so the doctor can see it and say, oh, your blood pressure is trending over this direction over the last couple months. So let's either, your blood pressure is fine. We don't need to make any adjustments or uh, let's go ahead and increase your medication. Maybe we can decrease it. We're getting them out. We just had our, uh, we talked about relaxation day in Uh, one of our recent podcasts. And so now we've gotten some more exercise. Our blood pressure is starting to go down a little bit more. So maybe we don't need that blood pressure medicine anymore. We can reduce it. But that doctor really needs to see those trends in order to yeah. make the best decision. A lot of times, what we'll see too is seniors will go in and they'll say, "Oh, you know, maybe their blood pressure is high that day when the doctor sees them," and they're like, "Oh, I just have the white coat syndrome, right?" So uh, the make doctor's like, "The yeah, the doctor's attributing it to that." And really, their blood pressure is high all the time. Yeah. Uh, but then the doctor doesn't really know how it's trending. So they're making their best guess on how to uh, prescribe medicine for this patient. Uh, but if they have a trend over time, oh, my gosh, I would, I would love that if I'm a doctor to be able to see how are, how are things going? How can I best help care for you? That's great. Yeah. Uh, so the next question is, does mom have a reconciled medication list? And what I what I mean by this is has she uh, has she been to her doctor recently, preferably within the last year, uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: because what we often see is that seniors will have a kidney doctor, a nephrologist; they'll have a lung doctor, a pulmonologist; they'll have a heart doctor, a cardiologist, and they're all prescribing these different medications, and before we know it, you're on. 15 different meds and they're all counteracting each other. So has mom been to see her primary care doctor to review all the meds she's taking and see if if everything that she's taking is interacting well and really what she needs to take?
2: So I know she's been to her primary care but I don't think we have a really good reconciled list. Uh, I got a typed list from her because I asked for a list because I know we talk about this, David, right? So she typed up, up a list versus getting one from, from her physician. So that's a really good idea to get one from the actual physician.
1: Yes, absolutely. So that would be an encouragement. And for any of our uh, seniors or caregivers out there, if, uh, if you haven't been to see the doctor within the last year, uh, or if you've had some significant changes that have happened in the last year, get to your primary care doctor, let them review your list. You may be taking meds that you don't even need. Uh, maybe we That's can get true. that medication list pared down uh, from, if you're taking a lot of meds, maybe we can narrow it down some.
2: So, You know, I think it happens a lot. I mean, when you start taking meds, let's just say in your 50s or your 60s, and you just stay on it, right? right. So by the time you're in your 80s, Like, who knows how many medications you're on? And do you really have to be on all of it? It's a good question and certainly something to be evaluated.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So next question Uh, is, is mom uh, taking her medication as prescribed? Is she consistently (laughs) taking all of her medications?
2: So as far as I know, yes, but I know that can be challenging for many individuals because yeah. just having, making sure that it's all put in the proper place and are they remembering to take it? So do you have any good suggestions around that? Because I've had questions from that from my friends.
1: Yeah, I'm so glad you asked. We do have some great, uh, great suggestions for that to help, uh, help mom make sure we're taking her med- She's taking her meds accurately. Uh, is she currently using a pill box? Yes. A meta planner. Okay, great. And then Mm -hmm. when you go to her house, do you notice that she's taking it accurately? Like if you're going on a Thursday, are there still pills in the box from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or are all those days empty and she's up to date on Thursday still?
2: Well, that's a great question because I really have never checked. I just saw that she had a med planner, so I just assumed everything's okay.
1: Yeah, so that's a good thing to check is to compare her medications, maybe even ask her to to show you um, how she's filling that planner. Uh, Mm -hmm. Another great option that we found is uh, a pill dispenser, uh, one that we really love. We recommend the Hero Pill Dispenser, which is uh, an automated pill dispenser. You can get the app on your phone and see, has mom taken her medications or it will give an alert if uh you can see has she taken her meds you'll get that alert on your phone uh and you can stock that once a month with her with her medications and i i just i love that as an idea to help keep track of our is is my loved one taking their medications
2: yeah that's that's a great idea and i've also seen you know that pharmacists can put together like a, oh, yeah. a, a
0: blister, pack, blister packs, right yeah. Which i think
2: can be really nice and have it all taken care of so you don't even have to think about it
1: yeah and then you can you can track that just as easily i love that's a great mm-hmm. idea as well so talk yeah. to your local pharmacy about if that's something that they can provide for you there's a lot of providers that have started to do that uh, and then our our last question and this can, can be critical
2: mm-hmm.
1: does mom have a reliable plan to get her medications when she needs them if she's running out if she's got three or four days left or if let's say for example, that she has uh, an infection and needs to start an antibiotic right away. Uh, Does she have somebody or a plan? Can she go get her meds when she needs them? Or is that something we need to look at getting in place?
2: Yeah, I think that's a a great question. I think for the most part she does, but I remember a time where she wasn't feeling well and it was really difficult for her to get out and to be able to go get her medication. So I think she skipped a couple days. And so you bring up a really good point to have something in place when they're feeling good. Um, it's also when they're not feeling good.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a great point, especially in those situations where if somebody has a UTI or okay. pneumonia or something is going on of the, of the flu and they can't get right. out and get those medications, those are critical times that they need to continue to take those medications or get new meds if the doctors okay. prescribe them. So what is that backup plan? Yeah. So those are our, our seven uh, questions that we recommend uh, looking at. And hopefully as we get these addressed for mom, then uh, we'll be able to help keep her safe and out of the hospital uh, by addressing these areas.
2: You know, it's really interesting because if you break them down, they are they really are basic and simple, but it's just so impactful when you put them all together. It really makes sense, doesn't it?
1: it? It's critical. It absolutely is.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, good. This was really good information today, David.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. Got a little,
2: a little fine tuning to go back when I uh, see my mom next.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And we're always happy if any of our listeners, if you have questions about how to mm-hmm. uh, manage your loved one's medical condition, or you heard something that was shared today that you want to learn more about, please reach out to us. We're very happy to. Uh, take questions. We'll address them uh, during our our next episodes when we have have time.
2: All right. Thanks for joining us today with Life Conversations.
0: Thank you for joining us on this episode of Life Conversations with Senior Helpers. We hope this discussion has inspired you to embrace aging gracefully and independently. For more resources, tips, and expert insights, please visit us online at seniorhelpers.com stay connected, keep learning, and continue cherishing the moments that make life truly special. We're here to support you every step of the way. Until next time.